Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Visual Intonation Podcast. Got some sad news last month that uh, Safi Faye passed away. The godmother of African cinema, she passed away last month. And I uh, was just reflecting on that last week. And uh, you know, here to talk to you about that today. About her life and about her story. Safi Faye was born in Dakar, Senegal on the 22nd of December, 1943. She grew up in Senegal, earning her teaching certificate from Rosfiq Normal School in the early 1960s, where she worked as a teacher for the next six years. The beginning of her influential career as a filmmaker would only begin once she left Senegal and moved to Paris, France, where her earliest films were created. It was 1966 where Faye met somebody who would change the course of her career. Jean Rouge, a French filmmaker who met Faye for the first time at the Car Festival of Negro Arts. As well as being a filmmaker, Rouge was a ethnologist. He inspired Faye to use the art of film as a type of ethnographic tool providing observation of societal and ethnic groups and the way that their experience of the world is unique. After befriending Rouge, Faye starred in his film Petite à Petite in 1971. But she admitted that although Rouge had taught her a lot about filmmaking as an art, she didn't particularly like his films as a member of the audience. After starring in Petite à Petite, Faye became passionate about observational cinema, in particular entranced by the way that improvisation in documentary filmmaking can be used to uncover hidden truths and highlight the life of the documentary subjects. For Faye, who was deeply moved by the stories that could be uncovered in rural Senegal, it seemed to be the perfect outlet for capturing and sharing these histories with the world. Faye studied ethnology herself at the highly prestigious EPHE in Paris, making ends meet with various jobs and film along the way, acting roles and sound effects work, as well as some modeling jobs. Later, she continued her studies at the Louis Lumineer Film School, also in Paris, France. It was at this time that Faye both directed and starred in her first short, a film entitled La Passante, Meeting the Passerby. And excuse me if I butchered it, my French is not that well. Which is based on what she had felt and lived through as a foreigner, and as a woman living in the city of Paris, especially the responses she received from men. For some members of the audience, it was an eye-opening look into a different way of being perceived, but for others, it was an accurate representation of what they experienced on a day-to-day basis. It created both representation and empathy at once. Following La Passante, or La Passante, Faye released her first feature film in 1975. She entitled the film in Wolof, The Native Language of Senegal, naming it Kadu Bekat, which translates literally to the voice of the peasant. Kadu Bekat was the first commercially distributed feature film made by a woman from the sub-Saharan region of Africa, a milestone which shone an international spotlight onto Faye's work. Internationally, the film was given a different title, Letter from My Village. It won an impressive collection of awards, the OCIC Award, and the International Federation of Films Critics, FIPRESCI Prize, in 1976. 
Despite it being so well received across the globe, the film was immediately banned in Faye's home country of Senegal due to its criticism of the Senegalese government's policies regarding farming and agriculture. This is a subject which Faye was passionate about and did not shy away from showcasing in both fictionalized accounts and real life interviews. Letter from My Village showcased this criticism through the intimate technique of personal interviews with rural farmers, providing in-depth analysis of the socio-cultural influences that are at play within rural communities in Senegal. All this time, Faye was still observing and absorbing as much as information as she could about ethnology, film, and storytelling through visual art. Her years as a teacher continued to influence her, and she was passionate about sharing what she learned with others, prioritizing guest lecturing and teaching film. She graduated from the University of Paris in 1976 with a PhD in ethnology. Buffet's studies were only the beginning. Over the next year, she moved to Berlin, where she studied video production and lectured at a university. Eight years later, she would earn yet another degree, this time from the Sorbonne. As well as gaining her PhD that year, 1976 was when one of Faye's most notable documentaries was released. In Fajal, Faye once again shares the story of a rural Senegal village, weaving ethnographic footage together with the fictional scenes that depict what life in the village may have looked like in history, based on oral storytelling from the villagers. Fajal is one of the best examples of the marriages between documentary and fictionalized film and how this combination can be used to amplify folklore and allow the viewer to look back on the past. In 1983, Faye released another film, this time a more linear documentary about the life of one woman in Senegal called Selby, one among many. The documentary follows the titular woman, Selby, whose husband has had to leave to find work leaving Selby and the couple's eight children behind while Selby works to provide for her family. The documentary contains a candid series of conversations between Selby and an off-screen Faye about Selby's day-to-day life, the village that she calls home, her children, and her husband. Faye's 1996 film Osan went on to win Best Film at the Carthage Film Festival in the year of its release, enjoying critical acclaim from the very beginning. Mosan was to be Faye's final film, and it differed from her previous work in that it was entirely fictional, depicting the drama that unfolds when a beautiful teenager named Mosan, from a rural village in Senegal, falls in love with a student at the local university. Despite an abundance of suitors, Mosan's heart belongs to the student, and she refused to marry the rich man that her parents have chosen for her. Despite deviating from Faye's normal style, Mosan was well-received, and through it, she was able to continue her trend of speaking about the community that she comes from in a way that shares their stories while allowing her to share her own. When describing the thought process behind Mosan's creation, Faye said this, It is inspired by an African legend that stipulates that a girl of incredible beauty is born every other century. Moss means beauty in the Sir language. It is a kind of beauty which is inaccessible to human beings. Using the beautiful but very conflicted Masan as a subject, the film continues Faye's commentary about the lives of women in rural Senegal, dissecting the way the young girl's community interacts with her while placing her in a position of agency at the center of this story on screen. 
In this way, Masan remains completely true to the themes that Faye weaves throughout each of her films, a focus on the lives of communities in rural Senegal, the importance of oral storytelling to perpetuate history in the present day, and emphasizing the importance of the female voice. In 2007, Faye was awarded the Pre-Afrique Creation Cinematographer, cementing her continued relevance in the world of African filmmaking and the community of film as a whole. She had not just impacted how fictionalized film was created and consumed, she had influenced documentary filmmaking as a whole. Faye was one of those pivotal artists who come along at a crucial point in the development of an industry. A filmmaker who studied tirelessly to become better at what she did and more knowledgeable about her art. She opened doors for African filmmakers to explore social issues on screen using storytelling techniques that blend fact and fiction together to unravel issues such as religious divides, gender roles in society, and education. At the age of 79, Faye passed away in Paris in February 2023, leaving behind a magnificent legacy that has inspired the next generation of African filmmakers to tell their own stories on screen, pioneered the use of African languages in the world of cinema, and brought attention to the lives and challenges of rural African women. By her filmmaking, Safi Faye paved the way for a new generation to share their history, tell their own stories, and continue to carve the landscape of African cinema into one that represents every member of the audience. Safi, occasional nickname in the film community, is one that she truly earned. The mother of African cinema. Yeah, that really hurt me when uh, she passed away. I truly love her work. And I feel like she was underrepresented in the, the film community. Not putting enough credit on her name for what she did. And the impact of her work. But hopefully more people go back and view it and really appreciate her for who she was and who she is as a filmmaker and as an artist. And with that being said, this is the podcast. Make sure you like, share and subscribe on YouTube and on Apple and Spotify. And I'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Make sure you comment down below and make sure you leave anything, a, a review that you might feel necessary. And I'll see you on the next episode.